It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ahoy! 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 Martin, can you help me? I've been becalmed. I've been becalmed in these... In these sunny seas, you need to throw me a. Um, I'm trying to think of the oh, technical yes. nautical oh, yes. term. A rope. A, a, a That's painter. It. A rope. A, a painter. A painter. Throw Thank a you so much. You are mossy. Oh, a mossy string. There we go. What a, oh, I haven't what a wonderful it. throw. There we go. There we go. I'm going to yes, just pull well, on it. Oh, and vigorous. By Newton's third law of action and reaction, I pull myself into the jetty. How oh, are you, Martin? God heavens. I'm very well. Very well. Step aboard. Oh. Step up. Step aboard, sir. Thank you. I mean, step. Off board. Step onto the jetty. Yes. Onto oh, the boards. Terra firma. Onto the onto ah, the boards. The well, firmer the well, ground, well. the lesser the terror. That's um, that's the one. My goodness. How oh. are you, sir? How are well, you? It's been a very it's been a fascinating uh, a fascinating time for, for us. Yeah. Where do I begin? Kerry and and Cora, my uh, my my land girls. Um oh. uh, Carrie, as you know, has, has been an absolute. She's been a godsend. She's been a real, a real cornerstone of the, the garden here at Dunnell House uh, ever yes. since she arrived eighteen months ago. And, and is, she, is Cora the one that looks a little bit like Keir Starmer? Cora looks like Sir Keir Starmer. That's that's, yes, that's her right. partner. Yeah, yeah. Her partner. Yeah, Cora. She's an yeah. absolute tower of strength. That one. Oh my goodness, where we'd where we'd be without Cora? <laughs> I've said that many times. Yes. <laughs> Cora has started a, a a new career, a sideline performance poetry. She's um, yes, she she did one at the the Hemel. It's called the, the the Hemel. It's an old old grain stall on the on the edge of the village that's been converted into a sort of studio theatre. And so we all went along. We went along for a wonderful evening. Wonderful, wonderful evening. Can I stop you there for a moment? Where- what yes. COVID protections were you were you taking, Martin? It sounds well, this can't right. be a large. This can't be a big place. No, it's, it's not. And, and luckily, there's barely a wall there that doesn't let a force ten gale through it. So we all sat there, in it's a bit like being in a wind tunnel, really. And then it began. We we're all we we're all socially distanced, of course. But uh, do you know performance poetry? Have you have you been? How does it differ from a... poetry? Well, I think it's it involves quite a lot of shouting. Right. Yes. Good. She did a piece called "Midnight at the Branch Line Station." Right. And she came over, and uh, she she then stood by me and kept saying all these things of staycation and variation and all things that rhymed things that, with, yes. with yes with station. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. state of the nation. Good. All that sort of stuff. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's quite I, challenging. I could, but it was. I was feeling quite a lot of chorus. Outright emotional outpouring, you know. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And then she, I think it's part of the part of the poem, but it was very much directed at me. Very much, yes. Oh dear. Do you think she bears a grudge from the? Uh, I don't from the think summer. She does. No, she yeah. was she was lovely afterwards. We we because uh, she was one of your pickers, wasn't she? Over the she summer. She was. Yes. Wonder, yes. I mean, she was quite. You don't quite think there's vocal. a bit of a us and them going on? Do you know what I mean? Well, I, sort of. I, I would think she was very edge. 
bit of an Possibly, edge. yes. There yeah. was a bit of a bit of a bit of an edge. But she's as I say, she's very she's very lovely, you know. She's a she's a sweet heart. I was gonna say she's a poppet. That's what she's really not a poppet. No, she's not a poppet, but she's a she's got a very a very a very good and very dear dear personality. Anyway, what news? What news oh, for you? Martin, you're fishing again. Yes. You're fishing I am, because you yeah. want me to name yes, the international sandwich chain yes, who've invited which... me to Belgium. More, oh. more um, like, um, I don't remember if that, in that rather brilliant film, The Killing Fields, oh. um, when they're all the, yes. uh, the sort of, they're all hostage in the embassy. Yes. And, one of, and someone yes. finds a way of, of making a little f- a passport photo um, in order to, to forge a passport. And the features start to suddenly appear it's one of the most exciting moments in this oh, film. The, on the it? on the developing yes. paper, there the, yes. the features of the of the main character. This is going to be his passport out of trouble, and that's what's that's what's developing oh. for me now. Because oh, that's I'm, right. Yeah. I'm getting some more. I'm getting some more. Uh, you know, I'm getting a, a few little details. It's it's not Brussels. It's oh, not. It's not no. Ghent. It's no. not Bruges. It's no. not Bruges. The Hague. Which, it's not the Hague. Oh, do you know? Where? Do you know where it is? It's Antwerp. <gasps> no. It's Antwerp. Oh, oh, very much the top of the tree, isn't Sandwich it? capital yes, of Europe. Yes, of Europe, of the low countries of Europe, yes. Yes, you know, sandwich. I wonder, I, may, I oh. might get to try a pistolet. Um, I I'm hope just, you do. I might get to try a, a mitraillette, another type, oh, of, another type of Belgian don't. sandwich. Yes, oh, you'll yes. ruin yourself. I know, I know. Um, so, anyway, it's, um, well, look, it's oh. a bit like Van Gogh. So, you know, stumbling yes. out of the 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 innkeeper's house in in ex ex en Provence, and suddenly seeing a you know oh. a new field full of peasants that he can paint. Yes, oh look, look at her with the long skirts and the slightly oh, ruddy complexion. I haven't painted yes. her before. Oh no. look at that pistolet sandwich brimming with salt beef. Oh look at that mitrelet <gasps> with the with mitrelet. What looks like? Don't take away my mitrelet. Yes, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> with what looks like two handfuls of goulash crammed between uh, brioche buns. Yes, I mean... Oh, that's that's what... Because you've got to go in there and tell them how they can turn it round. I do, I do. I've got to take no prisoners, Martin. I... You could be like the man who went into Bryant and May or whoever else, Swan Vesta, and says, I know how I could make... I could make you a million pounds. And Mr Swan and Mr Vesta say, mm-hmm. go on, what? He says, just put the uh, emery board on just one side of the matchbox. Oh, and they went, oh, oh, that's but we, but, but could we do that, Mr. Swan? I think we could, Mr. Vesta. And they did, and it made lots of pounds. I don't know. Anyway, this man apparently was then carried out of that into urban myth. Did you see, Martin? Oh, did what? you see no, Matt Lucas on <gasps> the Bake Off? Doing I did his... see him. I have to say, peerless impersonation of Boris Johnson. So, as you know, there was just to set the scene for you. There was a bit of a scheduling yes. clash between yes. Boris's um, speech, speech uh, to the this nation. week, yes. the speech yes. to the nation, was yes. ter- taking terribly seriously with lots of sort of caveats, really, to the already incomprehensible message that we've got on on coronavirus. And yes. Matt Lucas did a brilliant, brilliant takeoff. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant takeoff of Boris Johnson, and I have to say, I found it it sh- suddenly shocking to see comedy on yes. television. Oh, 
I suddenly thought to myself, it's, is he allowed to do that? Is he allowed to... It's been so long. Is he allowed to impersonate the Prime Minister? You know, the only thing that, that um, unsettles me about all of this is... Yes, I remember yes. in the... Do you remember in the sort of 80s and 90s... Oh, go the long, long ago. The long, long ago, 80s and 90s, when the, the sort of old guard of comedians would complain that there wasn't any, co- you know, comedy on television anymore. It was just oh, yeah. alternative <laughs> comedy, which was <laughs> an alternative to comedy. And they used to yeah, say, yeah, you know, yeah. if the, the likes of sort of... Um, well, you know, Roy Chubby, Brown, Bernard Manning, uh, the kind of, as I say, oh, yeah. uh, and even and even less arguably, uh, you know, less pungent tastes than those, you know, the Jimmy Tarbucks yes. and probably Absolutely. even the Mike Yarwoods used to complain that there was no place for comedy on television anymore. I think, oh, no, have I become, am I the equivalent of that generation now where I think that everything is just so right on that there's no, <laughs> there's no place for a sort of dinosaur... Like me, I sort of thought, oh no, is this what it? Because I see Matt Lucas doing an impersonation of, of the Prime Minister on TV, and I just think, why can't, why aren't we allowed to do that on television anymore? Why is Matt but Lucas Craig, the only? Craig, 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 who would be? I wouldn't be a comedian, not now, not never, no, not now, no. not never. Why not, not Martin? No, not for all the tea. Well, because I think it would, because you, 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 you'd run such a fine line. You'd be running the gauntlet every time you so much as picked up a pen to write something. Because some someone would be presumably be the target of your your comedy, and unwittingly you might find that you've offended huge swathes of of a population that are watching not to be entertained but to to be outraged. Well, I mean, I just mm. it's, it's it's come to a, it's, it's an extraordinary situation to be in, isn't it? You think don't we need isn't don't it? we need comedy now more than ever? Don't we need? Don't we need people oh, Lord, to sort of Lord, make light of this horrendous, yes, horrendous yes. situation? Whereas the message everyone's seen, for, take coronavirus for example, the message of everybody yes. is, yes. Um, you know, they might say something like, "Well, you know, lockdown wasn't too bad for me, but I know for most people it was really, you know, it was really, uh, really very difficult." Oh, yeah. and, yes, you know, yeah, and if you're that, affected by coronavirus, anything you say is sort of then, you know, is then given a, is, is almost like a. You know, when you have to sign up to a new version of iTunes, you also have to add on, yes. you know, endless scrolling pages of qualification to whatever you whatever you say, oh, just in absolutely. case you offend somebody. Yeah, um, and even silence might be violence, you know, if you didn't say anything. Where <laughs> were you? Where were you when the great call-out happened? Didn't see yes. you leaping to Twitter to the Twitter barricades. Yes, and yes. this is why comedy's you know comedy's so useful, isn't it? Because it cuts through, it just releases us. Well, it does all of us from that. It releases us from the necessity to have to perform our deep concern for everyone else every single second of the day. <laughs> oh, I've just remembered something. Yeah, I was listening to a, the Today program as as is my wont, not very long ago, and uh, Nick Robinson was on. He's talking about Van Gogh. Right, yes. But yeah. he'd obviously learnt. You know how the BBC is very, very, very much ahead of the curve in how it pronounces things. And if a new yeah. pronunciation of something is suddenly made available, of course they will They will be the first to a- a- adopt it. He kept talking about Van Gogh. He said, oh, Van Gogh. Van, Van, Gogh. Van Gogh was this and Van Gogh. He and he didn't. kept doing this. It was one of those... Those stories kept coming round in the news. You know, so every hour there'd be a thing about Van Gogh. And then suddenly someone else, there was some visiting guest had come on to talk about something else. 
and uh, and they just happen to say, "God, you're you're really hoping that Van Goof thing takes off." <laughs> And you could hear How did he air. react? What did he say? Oh, did he look slightly like shamed face? Well, I suppose he did. You could hear him just totally deflated. He went, um, apparently it's how you meant to say it. Yeah. It's a certain shame, I think, if you pronounce somebody's name wrong and someone corrects you. But it's nothing compared to the shame of pronouncing it correctly and then being told no one else can be bothered. <laughs> It'll never catch on. Just stick. We've called him Van Gogh for years. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Martin, have you seen The Social Dilemma? Is it to do with social networks? It's to do with social networks and it's a new documentary on Netflix. What do you know about it? What have you surmised? Oh, oh, oh! Well, let, let me let me talk at length about it because I haven't seen it, um, which I think therefore makes my opinion doubly valid. Um, I think the social dilemma. Well, it's we're on the, we're 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 on a fulcrum, are we not? Or on the one side, uh, do we roll up our our our, our sleeves and join a, a tribe, or? Do we sit back and remain uh, ag- agnostic? Oh, listen, I've, I've helped me throw me a bone here. No, oh, do, you're miles do, away. I'm, you're I'm miles away. I have no idea. No, you're miles no away. Idea. It's the people who made oh. social media. So it's the guy who created the like button on Facebook. It's the... Uh, what? The, the man yeah. who created the... Well, what? he so says, when they he first... says co-created. Co-created. With, I mean, presumably with... it took a, an entire room full of people to think of the like button. Yes, I can't yes. imagine that monolith... Of of creative of creativity was was achieved by simple one person's journeyman work alone. There has to be in roomfuls of committees, yes, surely. endless. Uh, you know uh, that that can't have been that can, cannot have been one person. The like button, but yeah, they're there. All of them are there. The people who were there at the very beginning in Instagram. You know the guy who monetized. I think it was monetized Facebook or, or was it Instagram? But anyway, oh. it's all the same. It all boils down to this. Yes. The whole thing's out of control. Yeah. It's run by algorithms yes. that no one really understands anymore. Indeed. And what they are doing, well, this is a really good question. They ask the question, what is being bought and sold on social media? It's a good question, isn't it? What's being bought and what's being sold? I suppose, Who are the actually, customers? Who are the customers on social media? I notice my social media now puts up tiny little adverts that come springing up just... 
popping up, little adverts, with little, I have a little X in the corner so I can theoretically can tap on the X and they disappear. They don't. It's um, very interesting because what they say is yes, this who? is their, their, their business model. What is the trade? The trade is the selling of your changes of behaviour. So your <gasps> changes in behaviour, it's so sinister. Oh, your changes God. in behaviour are being sold to advertisers. So you, when you pause and you yes. try to yes. click that little X button in the yes. corner, all of that data is being <gasps> monitored and sent to advertisers. Oh, how my finger works. How Maybe you paused for a few microseconds longer than... Um, you, first of all, you, you, the advert had an impression <gasps> yes. on you. Uh, like that's monetized the impression the fact that you actually saw that advert the next minute I'm then inundated with with offers of nail clippers and things like that yes exactly and, yes. and uh, well this is this is one of the really really interesting things did yes. you know that wherever you are if you type certain questions into Google it'll give you different answers no. so for example if you type in climate change is then depending on what your searches have been before depending on what your location is, you might get the answer, a hoax. Or, or you might get threatening humanity. It depends oh my God. what you've what. typed before. Threatening, hu- threatening humanity. That's what you find on the social networks. <laughs> you can have that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I use that in my stand-up act. You could use it um, in your stand Oh, when you do it live. When you do it live. Yeah, I do it live. Come up to London. the Oast House. Yes. Yeah, come the, the Oast House. house. Bring a coat. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, uh, is, is this really, really fascinating that this is being shown... On Netflix, which is also arguably, it's a kind of social media itself. Yes, it Netflix, is. Netflix, right? It? Yeah. Because it, 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 it obviously has an algorithm where whatever you're watching, it then, you know, have you considered watching this? You know, have you, you because you watched, um, in my case, uh, you know, The Social Dilemma. Um, yes. Have you considered, I don't know, some other really yes. feisty documentary yes. like yes struggles to think of any well, that's okay. an inconvenient oh. truth that's yes. a terrible example but you know because you watched blah 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 so all of our behavior is oh, is, being is being sold monitored and, and sold, sold packaged it's, and sold i think it's more sinister than that we don't have alexa in the house i simply won't i won't i won't have alexa on the on the grounds by the way that i i don't like the idea of being listened to because i think alexa's earwigging earwigging yeah. You just have yeah. to say Alexa, and suddenly you go, oh, oh, yes, sorry, yes, I, I was listening. Um, which means everything is being monitored. And even if, but even if you don't have Alexa, just having your having your mobile phone is be, you are being monitored. Because I find we if anything we've talked about, we've been talking about moths a lot because Donald is is absolutely hopping with the things, you know, clothes moths. And suddenly oh. I find in my emails suddenly I've got Amazon. Oh, recommending, oh, 30 refillable clothes moth traps. I'm thinking, well, that's just, that's just... I mean, it could be chance, couldn't it? It could be chance. It could be that... That ain't no um, chance. Listen. Just on a punt, oh. you know, the manufacturers yes. of anti-moth paraphernalia just suddenly decided to target you, but it's more yeah, likely... It's more likely surely, they have heard, they have they heard. They are listening. They are listening. Suddenly I get things, are you looking for a minicab? Are you stuck at a branch line station in the middle of the night? Abacus cabs. I just want to make the argument, though, just quickly, yes. that it is possible we're overreacting to all of this. A bit the same way my parents must have looked at television in much the same way that we're looking at social media and saying, that's oh. terrible, they're just trying to... Who do you think the product is, you know? Yes. Um, 
I don't know, you if know it's... again, it was my changes in behaviour were the product yes. in commercial television. Yes. You can't argue anything other than the, the fact that commercial television is funded by advertising and the fact that you then went out and bought, you know, Daz Lemon was, was basically because you saw the advert and you were incredibly suggestible and... The fact that Coronation Street was on TV was really there just to draw you in so that you well, buy that, Daz Lemon. That is I mean, true. But the inescapable truth is that, um, yes, the product is our change in behaviour. The price, happiness. Happiness. We were happy still when we watched Daz Lemon. Oh, that's a bit like Daz Boot, isn't it? <laughs> oh, did you, did you see the Emmy? Did you see the Emmy ceremony? I did, I did. Yes, presented by Jimmy Kimmel this year. They had yes, yes. they had a host this year, but uh, rather brilliantly done because at the beginning he's sort of making his speech and everyone's reacting and you see all the celebrities in the audience. Very, very brilliantly done. Makes a very funny opening speech, you know, deals with the pandemic, deals with everything going on. Yes, it's it's yeah. really great, bringing everyone together. And then they cut to a reaction shot of him in the audience laughing at one of his own jokes, at which point... At which point he sort of stops and says, hang on a minute, isn't that, isn't that me in the audience? In which case, none of this is happening live. And it reveals a completely empty auditorium. And just for one moment, there's one shot, one solitary shot. I have to say, it is actually a moment of great beauty. As moving as anything you'll see in Dr Zhivago or you know any David Lean film, is a beautiful moment where it's just in this tiny frame, Jimmy Kimmel in the... In, with this enormous empty amphitheatre around him, and you suddenly feel, oh, my goodness, you suddenly feel a huge wave of emotion, you know, as you suddenly think, yes, of course, that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with. He well, we fooled us to... into normal light, you know, into, back oh. into our old sort of way of life. Oh, for a yes. Second. yes. And it, anyway, Very apparently, powerful. because there was nobody there, so what happened was, if you were a nominee, this was revealed by Rami Youssef, who, has a, who was nominated for his, uh, his show Rami on Hulu, so he's in his <laughs> he's in his sort of sitting room, right? And yeah. outside, through the window, by the presumably by the pool, although you don't see the pool, is a man in a hazmat suit, a complete yes. hazmat suit. He looks like he's about to spot weld the Emmy to the crittle doors. But anyway, he's got this he's he's got this Emmy out there. And basically, when it comes on the TV, when he sit when when Rami discovers he hasn't won the Emmy, the guy just sort of gives him a little wave and walks yes. off. With walks it. off. Lopes off like a silverback. It's in that big <laughs> hazmat suit. It's like watching, it's like watching the Yeti carrying off a <laughs> carrying off an unwitting victim. It's so sad. I mean, oh, so so yes. sad. Poignant. Oh, poignant. little wave. That's the word. I Not think the today, whole thing... Rami. Not today. So poignant. I do love Jimmy Kimmel. I think he's very. Oh, he's a very 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 funny man. Exactly. I loved his. Um, do... He had you know he had a very long running thing on his show with a kind of. Um, always saying that his last guest was going to be Matt Damon, uh, just as a joke, really. Say, sorry, apologies to Matt Damon. He'd always say, always say at the end of the show. And then Sarah Silverman, when she split up with him, did a brilliant, brilliant video with Matt Damon, which is called I'm Fucking Matt Damon. And basically, it, Jimmy Kimmel had the good grace to show it on his own show, which I thought was very, very sweet. I can hear an alarm. Is that your, it sounds like your eggs ready. Oh, one second. One second, that's not right, is it? Hang on. There you go. Oh. What is that? There we go. Sorry, yes. I just had to... Is that to, um... catamarans? Yes, I just that, had to... Monitor? 
No, I just had to turn her over because she's, um, uh, unfortunately, she's a little, uh, well, she's completely immobile today. Um, yes, I mean, she's, yes. she's pretty today. immobile most of the time, yes. but, you know, her, her um, uh, even her, I don't know, it's not a finger, but, you know, one of her digits on her paw. Starts, um, to, starts to supturate. She, she usually, well, she's usually able to press a little electrical contact that I've put in the, and I get a little warning then, but unfortunately her, she doesn't seem to be able to move her, her digit today. So I've just got a little timer on just to remind her, just to remind me to turn her over in the bed uh, because she's a hairless cat. Uh, yes. Not, yes. Not, not by birth. She's not a, she's just lost her hair. We did discover it was actually mould. Um, that you, you know, was. I thought it was yes. hair growing yes, back. Yes, growing back. So, um, yes. you know, we've really had her on some high dose antibiotics. And I think, oh, I think yes. it's pretty much cleared up, but I just need to keep turning her. Otherwise, she develops this kind of mucus on her skin. And the problem is that when that's in contact with the um, the cotton uh, covering that I've got in the because it has to be hypoallergenic because it's in the in the cat litter you know in the in the not cat litter tray I wouldn't leave her in the cat litter tray in her little um, yes in her little oxygen tent tent. I just have to make sure otherwise she gets stuck basically it just dries out she gets stuck stuck sort of and then yeah I get a scab and then when I move her. It pulls yes. off a layer of of skin and skin, oh. and I just oh, I, I don't want no. her to oh, to no. have to go through that again. Oh dear! Oh, not dear. not not twice in the same day. Oh dear! Um, Do you think, anyway. by the way, when uh, of course uh, this is interesting, Hilary Mantel, you know the the Who we uh, love the thinking man's Carol Baskin, um, <laughs> is uh, in what sense? In what of any sense? Um, they look. They, <laughs> they look, look alike. They look, they look alike. They look remarkably alike to my, to my, <laughs> admittedly, myopic eye. God, you're very good. And now you mention it, there is something. They both they? have slightly milky, yeah. milky features. Slightly, slightly bagpuss, yes. bagpuss type. Way, way-faced, yeah. way-faced. Yeah, way-faced. Well, um, yeah. But Hilary Mantel didn't win the booker. Do you suppose that uh, someone in a sort of hessian hazmat suit turned up outside <laughs> each, uh, turned up basically one in Barnes, one in Highgate, I should know that they were all the nominees were uh, they were all they were all in bars. They're all, no, they're yeah. all American. I think I'm not sure they haven't. Uh, they, we haven't got a winner yet, but she was, she hasn't been shortlisted. I mean, that is a oh, that's I see. a kick in the mantle oh, in the is. in the right in the mantelpiece. That'll get you it? right in the mantles. Right yeah, Hillary's. Oh, that is that is awful. Quite. Um, yeah, and I, I haven't read the book. I haven't read the book. We, we we've reviewed oh, it, we've haven't reviewed we? It on, on the show. Oh, I'm very happy we've to talk about it, it and all that um, it stands for. We've but reviewed yes. it. We haven't read it, but not uh, I imagine it's brilliant, and I imagine she should have been nominated. She should have been um, nominated. She was surely a shoe in for the big BP, but uh, but no, no. Speaking of a a shoe in, yes, <laughs> I don't imagine that Ryan Reynolds has had a huge amount of competition for his acquisition of Wrexham FC. Uh, this <laughs> no, week. I did. I did spot that. Um, Ryan, I did spot that. I thought it was a sort of April, a bit like some spaghetti being harvested from trees. Ryan Reynolds is buying Wrexham FC, which is a fairly sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Wrexham fans will, will forgive me, but it, they're sort of middle to bottom of the Welsh Football League, aren't they, Wrexham? They're not. Yes, I, I mean, they're they, a noble they, club. They're very old. Noble. Very old the oldest club, club in oh. Wales, of course. Are yes. they really? The oldest and club in Wales. they play in the oldest ground in Christendom yes. or something like that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, playing yes, one of the oldest yes. grounds. Uh, but uh, not perhaps uh, lighting up the fifth division. Um, but no. uh, but yes, Ryan Reynolds, uh, who's recently divested of his his gin. His gin. His, yes, he's uh, sold out to Diageo for an yes. undisclosed 
ton of money, I should think. Yeah, but like hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions. Yes, probably. Yeah, probably, I think yeah, I, think, yeah. I think about one hundred and sixty was the figure that I that I, oh, that right. I remember. But anyway, Not very much a told amount. Yes, a told amount, and uh, I just can't fathom why he's buying Wrexham Football Club. Um, Do you know what? We will look back on this conversation and go, oh my goodness, in seven years' time, when Wrexham <laughs> is absolutely, is, has dwarfed, dwarfed all the big Premier League clubs. It's in Europe, it's in the Champions League, it's in the, <laughs> it's, it's in the, it's just knocking it out of the oldest park in Christendom. Well, yeah. I mean, we've seen it with Manchester City, haven't we? I mean, we've yes, seen, we've we seen it happen. We've seen the difference that money can make. Maybe Ryan is going to plough the entire 160 mil into Wrexham and buy Lionel Messi. And I mean, it could be amazing. It's not enough, it? though. It's, you could barely buy two players with that, probably, in, in today's money, on today's market. Yes, you could probably you know. get... Fabregas for, for a couple time. of yeah, you could probably get him for half a season. What could he be hoping? What's his best outcome for buying Wrexham FC? I, I turn don't... it into a big house in Wrexham. I mean, what's maybe maybe he wants maybe he maybe it's a it's a fixer upper. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's got a sort of he's basically doing to football what people like to do with with rundown. Old houses. Or maybe it's the power. You know, it's like it's he is power. going to be. I mean, the, they've had a He's vote. Going... They've had a vote at, at, at oh, Wrexham yes. already, and already like ninety-five percent of the supporters are in favour of him buying it. I mean, of course, oh, why that's... wouldn't they be? But uh, Wrexham is owned at the moment by the fans, by the fans. which is rather. Yeah, I always yeah. think that's rather lovely. It's very sweet, isn't um, it? It is very sweet. I'm hoping they're getting to see some of the Reynolds millions. Yeah, maybe. well, I think they will. Maybe. I think they'll get a trickle they'll down. Get a, they'll get a trickle a little down. Trickle down. Get a little trickle oh. down. Yeah, Ooh, well, watch this space. Nice. More news, yeah, more news as we have it. We're almost becoming like football pundits, Martin, aren't we? After oh, last aren't week? we? Wouldn't we be good at that? Yeah. Oh, with our little, with our little mouth microphones like that. Oh, there he goes. Oh, he passes it to. Reynolds. He's got the ball. Oh. Now they've lost the he's, ball. Now they've got the ball. He's given it to nil nil. What a fantastic, exciting match! Nil nil, like all the other football matches I've ever watched. Brilliant! What a great result! Well, Craig, I, I believe it's time to, to dehoy. Oh, it is. It is. I, I need to. It's... Somehow I need to back, get back to my craft over there. Back I think I'm just going to just jump in and just swim over to it. Um, you could walk, actually. It's only half a foot deep. Oh, there we go. Look, yes, there just like it is. Just pull up my chinos oh, there. You don't even don't even need the craft, actually. Don't even need the craft. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's just picturesque. Yes, there we go. Oh, oh one leg over. Oh, there we go. Martin! There we go. Oh, what a pleasure. Oh, what a wonderful... Oh, as ever. What a wonderful as sojourn ever. that was. Oh, was um, it not? Lovely sodge. Dahoy, my old friend. Oh, See you very soon. Dahoy, dahoy, Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard. This was a Hattrick podcast.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 